Okay, so today we are talking about being watchmen for our children, like Ezekiel was in the Bible. I love to watchman you when you walk away. <laughs> that is not what we're talking about, Nathan. Okay. Get maybe. on track. Oh, okay. Let's get into that. Before we jump into today's episode, we just wanted to share a few things with you. First, we'd like you to like this episode and then subscribe to our podcast. If you're doing that on YouTube, also hit the bell notification so that you know when we post anything new and then share this with somebody that you feel like would be this would be beneficial for. That's right. If you would like to support our show further, uh, we would welcome that. You are welcome to do that at anchor.fm slash marriage by design to check out your options for supporting the program financially. Otherwise, guys, the links to our social media are always in the description of every video. So feel free to check those out there. And now let's get to the show. Hey, I'm Andrea Warnock. I'm Nathan Warnock, and you have reached us for Family Friday on the Marriage by Design podcast. Family Friday is a show that we come out with each week where we talk about what God's design is for parenting, for our families, and how we can practically put his word into practice in our own families. Originally, I was thinking that I was going to launch into, that we were going to launch into a little kind of mini series about the fathers of our faith, um, Mm. Abraham Isaac and Jacob, and about some really great parenting lessons that we can learn from them. Yeah. But we're not doing that. Oh. We are uh, pausing that. So I think we'll start that next week. And we're going to take a quick dive into Ezekiel 3. And the reason I'm doing this is because we were just talking to our kids about it this week. And um, I just didn't want to forget what we were talking about or skip over it or whatever so so this is actually a funny little tale so we let our kids choose the next book of the bible that we would study as a family and you know i mean our kids it's really jackson and ryan we we've talked about this a little bit uh you know our family devotional time is essentially andrea and i and jackson and ryan and the other kids are just sort of revolving around in the area they come in and out right but we let them pick. And, you know, of course, you're thinking like, oh, man, they'll pick like Genesis or John or Matthew or something. Yeah. R- Ryan wanted to do Ezekiel because I think she was going through her books of the Bible song in her head. And that's the one she stopped on. <laughs> I'm not really sure what the draw was to Ezekiel, but it's been fun. Uh, if I remember right, there was just discussion about like what? I don't know what happens in Ezekiel. Well, now so, we're now we're working through it. We're dive we dove into it um for right. our family devotional time. So <clears throat> so Ezekiel is about this guy named Ezekiel who really goes through some pretty radical things. God asks him to do some pretty radical things, and by radical I mean like bizarre. Yeah. And if we were to encounter this kind of person today, I would probably label him as way too bizarre for the lord's work <clears throat> to be totally yeah, honest I mean, with you, you you'd probably think they were an insane person yes but really with a lot of the things that he was asked by the lord to do totally yeah. so that's been a good check for me to be like god can ask people to do some really strange things right okay so i mean you married me yeah i know <laughs> so just kidding kind of where we're at with ezekiel um we're gonna be reading Ezekiel three sixteen through like twenty one ish. 
Where we're at is Ezekiel has been asked to. Okay, so Israel is in captivity in Babylon. Yep. And um, he has been asked to prophesy to them and to warn them of what's coming up for them. Right. And really to warn them that uh, your captivity is not ending anytime soon. Right. So that's kind of what's going on in Ezekiel right now. And, um, and, and in fact, just contextually, mm-hmm. there, there was a number of prophets that were prophets, prophets, not God-ordained prophets, yeah. that at the time were telling the Israelites, hey, you know, God's judgment was upon us. Uh, the Babylonians captured us. But we're gonna. God's gonna show up and release us, and we're gonna be going back to Israel just any day in, now. In just right, real, real quick. Yeah. So don't worry about setting down roots or getting involved in businesses or doing any of those things because God's gonna rescue us from this captivity just any moment. Right. Um, and that was not Ezekiel's message. Godly was prophecy. Different. Right. Right. That's right. Okay. So in Ezekiel three, uh. 16 is where I'm starting. Ezekiel is brought to the Israelites. And it says, after seven days, the Lord. So he is after seven days is like he was there with them, but kind of observing for seven days. Anyway, so after seven days, the Lord gave me a message and he said, son of man, I have appointed you as a watchman for Israel. Whenever you receive a message from me, warn people immediately. If I warn the wicked saying you are under... If I warn the wicked saying you are under the penalty of death, but you fail to deliver the warning, they will die in their sins and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. If you warn them and they refuse to repent and keep on sinning, they will die in their sins, but you will have saved yourself because you obeyed me. If righteous people turn away from their righteous behavior and ignore the obstacles I put in their way, they will die. And if you do not warn them, they will die in their sins. None of their righteous acts will be remembered and I will hold you responsible for their deaths. But if you warn righteous people not to sin and they listen to you and do not sin, they will live and you will be saved yourself too. So we read that with our kids tonight. And actually, Jackson, uh, this week he was responsible for kind of doing the study on this, which is great because it gives him uh, some responsibility to really know what's going on and and for the Lord to speak to him, which I think is awesome. So this week we were talking about that and we had this discussion with our kids about, first of all, what is a watchman? So a watchman typically would have been um, somebody who would have stood on the wall of a city and physically would have watched out for the people inside the city. So watched for coming danger, right? Somebody coming to attack or whatever and would have alerted the, the city that, hey, we're under attack or there's our enemies are outside the gates or whatever. Even things like weather yeah, or, you know, all, all those kinds of things. I mean, they were the, they were the guys. Yep. They had the high position. They could see out into the areas surrounding the city and into the city with yep. regards to fires and those kinds of things. Yep. So they were the watchmen were the ones appointed to watch out, watch over a city. And they were really putting their lives at risk because, of course, if they came under siege they're the first ones that are, that can be attacked. Okay. So, um, the Lord put Ezekiel there as a spiritual watchman for the Israelites and his purpose in being there was to tell them, Hey, I'm warning you spiritually 
of what's going on and if, yeah. and of your unrighteousness and whatever. And the Lord says, it's your responsibility to do that. And if you don't, it's on you, that's on you. And if you do that and they turn from their sins, amazing. If they don't and they, if they hear your message and they don't turn from their sins, that's on them. But, but you have been faithful, right? Right. So we were discussing some things with our kids tonight or this week about, about some of that and um, about what it means to be a watchman. And we were telling them, well, how, how is this kind of like your own lives? Right. And do you remember what Ryan was talking about? So, so she was not really understanding like, um, well, we were saying, how does this, how does this relate to like your parents? How can you, Mm. how can you, can you see kind of the correlation between what Ezekiel is doing and your parents? What your parents are called to do. Right. Do you remember what she was saying? I don't. Yeah. So, so she was like, I don't, I don't know. She said I don't. she didn't understand. I remember yeah, that. She's like, I don't know. I don't understand. And so we were saying, well, it was Ezekiel's um, responsibility from the Lord to tell them, hey, you're not doing what's right. You need to turn turn and do what's right. And and to kind of, kind of in a way, like discipline them. Right. And that's your parents' responsibility too. Our responsibility is to tell you, hey, what you're doing isn't right and to mold you and shape you and, and your response then is your responsibility. And right. so so we were talking to her about how would you know that what you're doing isn't right if if your parents didn't tell you? And so as parents, we want you to grow up and know what right and wrong is and what the good things are that you should be doing and the bad things that you should be avoiding. And if you're not taught that at a young age, how would how will you know? How can you grow into who you, God wants you to be if you don't know? Mm. And so we're trying to relay to her and to Jackson. Jackson's a little bit older, so he gets it better. But this is why discipline is so important. And not that I want to discipline you. Sure when you're doing the wrong things, but because pleasure in it, but because God has put me as a watchman over your, in your life for this period of time to watch, to see, um, the things that are on, you know, the things that might be coming that might be a battle for you and to warn you of, Hey, that's, this is not a responsible decision or this, this was a bad decision or whatever. And to, to show you so that hopefully you can learn the way of the Lord and turn from sin. Um, so we were talking just about there is a reason that we discipline you. And it's not because we just we just want to be mean sometimes right. or we want to um, not have you be whatever annoying when we think you're annoying or whatever. Right. We want you to live in the will of the Lord. And right. that requires discipline when you're right. young. Right. Yeah, I mean, if to take a practical example, if you're not teaching your kids that the stovetop is hot, are you really doing your job as a parent? Right. I mean, it's it's because you know if 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 they, if they walk over to the stove and they're about to reach their hand out to it, and you're just standing there, sort of you know complacently watching them do it, going, well, they're going to learn a hard lesson here. 
you know, how, how do we, how would we feel about a parent like that? Right. Um, I mean, I, I can tell you how the Lord would feel about it because that's exactly what Adam did when Eve was being tempted by the serpent. And I understand Eve wasn't his child, but Eve was under his authority. And he just sort of passively watched her go down this road of temptation. And the Lord calls him out as the first one to sin, not her. Mm. Even though she was disobedient, his pride prevented him from caring enough to intervene on behalf of his wife. So I think all of us can probably understand, hey, if we just saw a parent that was just handing their child a serpent to play with, we'd be like, you're a horrible parent because it's your job to protect and teach your kids what's good for them and what's not good for them. The problem is oftentimes we do that with those simple things like, hey, that stove's hot, don't touch it. But we're not doing a sufficient job of teaching them of the spiritual things of the Lord that are going to allow them to succeed spiritually, emotionally, and otherwise in the things he asked them to do. Right. So there's this, you know, if, yeah, there's a huge responsibility with parenting. And I know that the the sometimes easier route may be, I don't, I want to enjoy, I want to really let my kid be who they are. No. And I want to really <clears throat> try to enjoy their my time with them and let them do what they want to do and be who they want to be. And have them figure out kind of right and wrong as they get older and uh, not discipline them too much. And just as Ezekiel was told, hey, you're responsible. If you don't deliver the message, you're responsible for them not turning from their sins, right? Yeah. So okay, let's talk about that for a second so this doesn't get confusing. He's You're, you're not saying that God He's said, hey, if he sin, if they sin, that sin's your fault. Right. <clears throat> He's saying, I'm giving you a message, and if you don't deliver it, you're being disobedient. That's your consequence. And that disobedience right. will be held against you. Right, exactly. Just like we as parents are called specifically to raise our kids. Look at Deuteronomy, I think it's six. <clears throat> We're called, or five. We're called to raise our children in uh, with an understanding of the Lord and all of the, the, the other pieces of that that come yep. off of that. And if we don't, that's our disobedience for which we will be judged. Exactly. Right. But if we tell them, if we raise them in the Lord and we, and we tell, we discipline them and we, you know, show them the path that they're supposed to go down and they divert from that and they choose their own choices, which they can and they will, um, that's on them. Right. But our responsibility is to tell them, and our responsibility is just like Ezekiel. We we have, we have to love them enough to do the hard things in their lives and to raise them well, and not raise them as, "Hey, I'm your friend, and we're gonna. I don't I don't want to dis- discipline you really. I want you to just grow up, and we enjoy our enjoy your childhood." That's not the right way, because our children. Them. What's that? You're not training. Right. Because our children are going to get older and they're not going to be trained. They're not going to know, you know, maybe spiritually, spiritually uh, right and wrong, or they're not, they're not going to have the discipline from the Lord that they were 
that we were meant to give them. Yeah, and the, the great lie of this is oftentimes kids that are growing up in an undisciplined home end up holding that against their parents. Because mm-hmm. at some point they reach a stage in their life where they realize they've really been stunted growth-wise by a lack of discipline by their parents. Yep. And when I say discipline, I'm using that in the broad term, right? Teaching. Right, Make, yes, Making exactly. a, a disciple of your child. Yep. Um, yeah, so I think Ezekiel 3... The last last half of Ezekiel 3 is a great conversation to have with your kids about this is why we don't let you run amok. This is why when I tell you when I'm disciplining you, I love you. That's why I discipline you. Maybe this will help it make more sense because it's it's my God-given message to you throughout your years of being raised here to to show you the ways in which you're supposed to walk, the ways of the Lord, what's right and wrong to be a good citizen, all that sort of things. That's my responsibility to give that to you. If you choose to to walk away from that, that's your responsibility. And your, and your response is your responsibility. But I'm here to at least deliver the message. And if I don't deliver the message, that's on me. It's good, babe. And so I think helping our kids to have a better understanding of why we have to parent the way that we do sometimes is really good. And it's a, it's a message that we try to bring up to our kids several times um, so that they, they know we're not just trying to be mean. <laughs> right. But there's a purpose. Right. Because a kid's mind can go there sometimes. Of course. So, of course. So anyway, great lessons out of Ezekiel 3 um, that we were that we got to talk with our kids about this week. I thought I'd relay the message. Thanks for doing that, babe. Yeah. It's great. Awesome, guys. Thanks so much for joining us. Really appreciate you being here. Uh, would love to invite you to share this uh, podcast with someone that you think it would be meaningful to, maybe a new parent or uh, or someone that's trying to, to do parenting according to God's design. Love your thoughts on this episode. Feel free to leave it in the comments on YouTube or uh, or feel free to pop over to our Facebook page. There's a dedicated post for this episode specifically. Guys, thanks again so much for being here. Really appreciate you being here. We will be back on Matthew 19 coming at you on Monday morning for Marriage Monday. Otherwise, guys, have a great weekend. And remember, God is for your family. (laughs) 